0: Welcome to Craig Gals, the show where we are gals talking about crags. My name is Carolyn DeRosa. I am a third year film major here at Penn State University, minoring in music technology and English, and I'm joined by my lovely co-host. Who are you? Hey everybody. <laughs> I'm Macy. <laughs> um Macy Grove.
1: I am Macy a... Grove. Yeah. Have I ever said my last name? <laughs> Ignore my email. Have sounds. I ever said your last name? I don't Do know. You, I feel like I probably I did in the beginning. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, But in case you forgot, my last name is Grove. <laughs> First yeah. name Macy. First name um, Macy. <laughs> I'm a second year student here at Penn State. Um, uh, I'm a agriculture business management major with two minors in international agriculture and horticulture. Major sleigh. Major sleigh.
0: Major sleigh. Our spontaneous fun fact today, for today is um, what is your favorite... A uh, broke college student meal mm. um i have two i think macy also has two i do but um pretty much mine i got this idea from high school actually um when we had like a like a makeshift um like sushi bowl day like Ooh. in japanese class okay um, and cool. i got this idea from there so it's basically i call it a tuna rice bowl basically it's it's a really quick easy meal that takes me like what 15 20 minutes very mm-hmm. easy very simple Make uh you take two cans of tuna, mix it with some mayo and some salt and pepper. Um you make a bowl of sticky rice, you add um the tuna and the sticky rice to one bowl, and then you add soy sauce, hot sauce, or sriracha, red pepper flecks flakes. And the secret is furikake. So do you know what furikake is? I do not. Okay, so furikake is this um it's like the seasoning okay. that like a lot of Japanese people put in like their onigiri. So like mm-hmm. make the little like rice ball sandwiches. Mm-hmm. Um and I found out through this through my old Japanese classes at, at Easton mm-hmm. and I tried this thing It was, mm! and then I found <laughs> there was a, an international store nearby that had two brands of furikake oh, wow. that I really liked mm-hmm. and I was like absolute major sleigh um, <laughs> sounds delicious it's so good I've, so yeah. I've heard of something similar I've, mm-hmm. I've, but I haven't tried it before I oh, think I really like that you would love it you would yeah. love it um, and then my next one is prison pad thai so like obviously pad thai is like a is a dish where it's like peanut sauce and like hot sauce It's supposed to be like a sweet and spicy dish Mm -hmm. um i got this idea from listening to a podcast about a guy i actually don't remember the podcast but it was about a guy who spent a few years in prison and was talking about his favorite prison meals and he talked about prison pad thai and i was like actually (laughs) that that kind of sounds fine i don't know so i tried it so what i do is i boil a pack of ramen you put the soup packet to the side do not put the soup packet do not put the soup packet in. Okay. Weave, the, weave okay. the soup packet. Um, drain all the water. And then you mix a spoonful of peanut butter with some sriracha. And it should have a sweet and spicy kick. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know the measurements. I do Hispanic measurements, which is like follow your heart. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and and whatever your heart tells whatever you. Whatever your heart tells you, yeah. Yep. If it
0: needs to be more sweet, you add more peanut butter. If it needs to be more spicy, you add more sriracha. And then you mix it with the ramen and boom, prison pad thai. Wow. Major slay. Sounds really good. Mm-hmm. What about yeah. you, Mace? Um, basically, I wrote down
1: anything that you can like quickly throw together minimal ingredients um but have like a good nutritional value so mm-hmm. basically anything you can put in an air fryer or rice cooker because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> it's easy mm-hmm. and it's like i mean yes you have an oven yes you have a microwave but like an air fryer I, I,
0: I, it takes me 30 minutes to heat mm-hmm. up the oven my oven <laughs> doesn't even work in my apartment <laughs> <laughs> yeah when,
1: when i finally have an apartment next year my whole plan is to cook most of my meals in an air fryer or I, a rice cooker yep yep yeah.
0: yep mm-hmm. so
1: like the thing i love about an air fryer uh, even rice cookers too you can cook pretty much anything in it including meat yeah like, you can yeah, cook meat the in them you, yeah. i didn't
0: realize like until i met jj that you could actually cook mm-hmm. c- cook meat in a, in a in a rice cooker one yeah. of my favorite like meals that jj made for me before caught like before we would have practice together mm-hmm. was like chicken and r- chicken and rice yeah in a, in a freaking
1: rice cooker For, rice cooker yeah
0: mm-hmm. and um you can even get mini rice
1: cookers oh yeah and it makes like a single serving mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. which is like perfect and so like um there's this lady on tiktok actually she makes rice cooker meals oh really yes you haven't
0: sent me this lady
1: yet no i haven't i should i know let me i gotta find her at man but but she she will do like a whole like authentic ramen dish Mm -hmm. in her rice cooker jesus and uh, (laughs) that is what i want to do so that's Mm -hmm. that's my plan for next year but i just love it because it's so simple and easy and like the air fryer or the rice cooker itself might be a little expensive but once you buy it like you oh, can an use an that for Oh it's an investment. Yeah it's an investment. Mm-hmm. It's an investment. Well I also got my rice cooker for free. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. But like then after that you can just use that oh, yeah. for everything. Oh my god dude. Oh, it's so
0: great. <laughs> I not, look forward to it. <laughs> we're not sponsored by any air fryers or rice cookers but <laughs> if you want. <laughs> if you want you hit us up. <laughs> yeah. Alright. Awesome. On to our climbing news. starting it's starting uh, the 21st of April so that's next week as of uh-huh. recording this episode as of recording this episode it's April 13th the divisionals yeah so this will be out probably by like the week of the 28th yeah um so it would already have started but starting in Hachiyochi, Japan <laughs> 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 so pretty much how many do ev- events i didn't even count this out mm-hmm. we have 1 2 3 4 5 6 7 8 9 10 11 12 Twelve events. That's a lot. Twelve IFSC alone events. Mm-hmm. Um, just happening between the twenty first and the twenty third of April, and then going to the twenty second to twenty fourth of September. Right. Um. So obviously, uh, we're having the first ever boulder, or not the first ever, sorry, but the Boulder World Cup in Hachioji, Japan, next week, followed by. Boulder Speed in Seoul, Korea, followed by Speed in Indonesia, followed by Boulder and Speed in Salt Lake City, USA. Woo! Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, IFSC Boulder Road Cup in Prague, Czech Republic. That's actually, I think, a new one this year. Yeah, I've, um, I haven't heard of. One being in Czech I Republic. I should have went on the Checkmate. There's a program throughout the Belisario College of Communication called mm. Checkmates where you get to uh, spend a summer in the Czech Republic. I'm doing oh. an internship. And I wouldn't be in Prague, but I would be in Bruno, which is like well, a few hours away from Prague. Yeah. I, mm, I
1: I have a friend studying abroad oh, right great. now in Czech mm-hmm. Republic.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So. Mm-mm. I would kill to be in, in Prague right now. Mm-hmm. Um. We have another Boulder World Cup in brixton Italy. Um, Boulder and Lead in Innsbruck, in Austria. That's very traditional. We usually starts out in Austria anyway. Uh, Lead and Speed in Villars, Switzerland. Uh, Lead and Speed in Chamon. Chamonix. <sighs> Chamonix. Thank you, <laughs> Um, Lead World Cup in Brechon, France. Um, Lead World Cup in Kooper, Slovenia, and Lead and Speed in Wujiang, China um so yeah those are all of the ifsc events mm-hmm. also uh south korea is organizing uh for the first time ever the ifsc youth world championships from august 19th through the 27th sport climbing will be featured in the european games in krakow <sighs> sport climbing will be featured in the european games in krakow um malopolska um yeah, yeah, yeah malopolska and 2023 Poland. um Sport Climbing is also going to be part of the Asian Games in Hangzhou, China, from September 23rd to October 8th. And Sport Climbing is also making its first ever appearance in the 2023 Pan American Games in Santiago, Chile, from October 20th to November 5th. Mm -hmm. So... That serves as the Pan-American qualification for uh, the Olympics, as well as other events. So, for example, on September 9th through the 10th, the speed qualification will be in Italy, in Brixen. The... IFSC Boulder and Lead European Qualifier will be from October 27th to October 29th in Laval, France. And then um there will be some Asian qualifiers, Ocean qualifiers and African qualifiers um in the following months as well. There will also be three <laughs> IFSC Paraclimbing <laughs> World Cups in the USA, Innsbruck and uh Villars, um but the times of these events are unknown. <sighs> that's everything that's a lot a lot of climbing events macy (laughs) a lot to watch (laughs) macy yes why are there so many events this year let me tell you
1: (laughs) (laughs) the olympics
0: baby (laughs) (laughs) so yeah um we have this is the this is the year remember 2024 is not your year this is your year yep so um, (laughs) um so we have one more year before the olympics next summer in paris and um, I honestly think that this is a time for like our favorite athletes to prove that they have what it takes to represent their country oh, yeah. to the Olympics. You mm-hmm. know, I think with all the events, like if I was a if I was like a USA, you know, climbing climber, mm-hmm. I'd be like, yo, send me to every single thing. <laughs> yeah, every single mm-hmm. thing. Mm-hmm. So, I- I'm not exactly sure
1: how it works. Like in like how yeah. do you how do you go to these that's you true you know what i'm saying yeah i think like how do you qualify which ones do you go to mm-hmm. does it matter if you go to the boulder world cup in Prague or if you go to the boulder world cup cup in Hashiyoshi?
0: oh you that's know what true I'm yeah saying? i don't know i haven't yeah. i haven't figured that out yet um but i imagine too like i think at this point the people who are kind of competing in these events mm-hmm. are going to be the people who are most likely going to go it's probably the like the top. Camp. It's probably like the top, like five or whatever. Yeah, like in each. I, I have no idea, but I would, I would love to know that. But yeah, this is just kind of stuff that I got from from IFSC, and I am sure it's like down to each country's discretion as well, mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. who gets to go and who doesn't. Like, right. you know, I will say one
1: thing. I am very excited for too mm. is the Youth World Championships. I am
0: excited for that too. Yeah. yeah, I feel like I haven't seen that in a while. It's not the I first ever. It's not the first ever IFSC World Championship, but um, it is definitely the first time so, uh, South Korea is organizing that event. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So they probably, I think, actually, no, I think there might have been one last year. Okay. I don't remember. I was going to say... I- if there was i think i was unaware of it because i don't recall seeing yeah them. and i also would imagine like they probably wouldn't broadcast it as much yeah yeah cuz it's, it's it's a kids, kids. event yeah. yeah it's kids yeah. um but i would d- love to see it <laughs> i would yeah i think it would be really cool especially to see so many like young we see all, so many like crazy american kids mm-hmm. all the time like going going around mm-hmm. doing their things here but um i would definitely love to see some kids from other countries for um, sure and see just like how talented they can be mm-hmm. cuz you know a, a a kid from from uh, what's the one? What's the one place in France that every good French boulderer is from? <laughs> what's it called? I don't know. It's the it's like the bouldering forest. I'm blanking on the name right now. Oh, I don't know. Uh, Fontainebleau. It's <laughs> like it's like a kid from Fontainebleau is 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 way different than a kid who was raised in Salt Lake City, Utah. Uh, yeah, you know? mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. this is you know? true. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, we'll see. I'm really excited. Yeah. Definitely. Um, definitely with everything that's going on, I'm I'm glad to. Take a couple steps back and watch that that Boulder Cup and Hachiochi. Yeah, Mm -hmm. definitely. All right. So, um, onto our climbing accident series. This is a climbing accident series number four, the down climb. Um, this takes place in uh, Annapurna, Nepal, um, in the year 1992. Um, so we have somebody named uh, Jean-Christophe uh, Lafaya. Um, this was Lafayette's first ever Himalayan expedition, expedition at the age of 27. Um, so Lafaya and his partner Pierre Bijan were attempting to climb a newly established route along Annapurna's south face. Um they had about 500 feet of fixed rope, but ultimately the two decided to climb Alpine style. Um, and I tried researching Alpine style because I hear about it a lot, but mm-hmm. like the amount of conflicting answers I got on Google were, were astonishing. So yeah. pretty much it, it encompasses a, f- a couple things. Um, but it, it, mainly encompasses like taking all of your gear with you at one point instead of leaving it at different points of the mountain. Mm-hmm. Um, and it it can involve like having more technical equipment, so using like trad gear, crampons, ice axes, etc. Um, basically, you do everything yourself. Is
1: yeah? Is that is that different than mountaineering? I think it is. Yes. Okay. It, it is
0: different than mountaineering. Yes. Okay. Because I'm I'm trying to compare the two, and that sounds similar, but I'm sure there's differences I'm I unaware think, of. I think I think mountaineering might be the overall thing. And then alpine oh. alpinism is a sub is a sub- subcategory subcategory I mountaineering see. same with um expedition climb er, expedition uh expedition mountaineering so i think there's like okay. a different there's like, okay. a good difference between like, expedition and alpine I um see. so yeah um, so pretty much after about four days of alpine climbing, the two were forced to camp in a buvac um, on the route during an ice storm in, at 24,000 feet. So uh, a bivoyac, or I, I don't know exactly how to say it, but mm-hmm. it's pretty much like... If you and I were going like like camping somewhere and the weather was just like god awful mm-hmm. and we needed some type of shelter to just oh. shield, so it's not even like a like a full 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 tent. Like if you look up pictures of it, it's pretty much just like, um, it's pretty much like just looks like a little hood, like a little like cocoon, um, on the ground mostly, just like a little temporary like shelter type. Pretty thing. much, yeah, like a little like a little uh like temporary shelter. Oh, I see it. Yeah, okay. so. They're in one of those little guys. And I think the article mentioned that it was a, like, full like, standing bivouac. Mm-hmm. So I don't know what that means. If they had to sleep standing up, that's a whole other nightmare of itself. Right, but, yeah, because a lot of these ones I'm looking at are, like, off the side so of a I, mountain, kind yeah, of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's uh, basically like a hammock-sleeping bag Pretty combo. much, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so, yeah. And then... Um, Pretty much after four days, or sorry, they were at the, sorry, I can't read. Um, mm-hmm. they, they eventually decided to turn back uh, due to the intense nature of the storm. Um, so Bijan was starting the rappel, and Bijan wanted to convert, cons, cons, conserve the most amount of gear possible during their descent. So he built an anchor off of one single cam. Do you know what a cam is? Yeah. Cam is the one that squeezes, the, right? Yeah, the clampy, yeah. Yeah, yeah the clampy one. So mm-hmm. he rigs his entire wait on one little can for a descent. Um Wild. And As as Bijan rappel the uh cam popped and he famo he fatally plummeted towards the ground, uh, with all of the ropes and all of the hardware, leaving the fire alone at twenty three thousand five five hundred feet. Mm, that's horrifying That's horrifying dude. So scary. Mm-mm. I can't even like the article says that like it took Lafayette to like process and realize like what what just happened. Yeah. which i like I don't think it's oh. anything we've ever seen like in any of the other
1: articles. Yeah, where mm-hmm. you're just like something just happens right in front of you and you're just there with not all of a sudden you're there with nothing. Yeah,
0: I think the only the only incident where we could have gotten something similar like this was um, touching the void that we covered a few weeks ago mm-hmm. um, with the guy who cut the rope and then like all of a sudden the other guy was like, what just happened? Right, you know, I think. I don't even know, like, what it, what it would have been like if I was, like, all of a sudden, like, watching my buddy go, and all of a sudden, he just, like, disappears mm-hmm. into, like, clouds. And and all you have is yourself, then? Yeah. And, all you have, because yeah. he has everything. And he ha- also has everything. He has yeah. everything, yeah. Not
1: only was he your friend, but he, he also has all the gear, so it's, like, mm-hmm. you're extra screwed.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> extra screwed. Extra screwed, yeah. Um... So yeah, um, after taking some time to process, Lafaya began to solo down mixed terrain that was slabbed by around 75 degrees. So I don't think it was overhung. Like mm-hmm. looking at Annapurna, I think it was like a pretty hardcore slab. But still, like you're climbing down that was yeah. like no, was like no. Hardly anything. Yeah, hardly anything. Um, he then made it to their small campsite where they had set up the um bivoyak i can't <laughs> i can't say it bivoyak Yeah. Um, and stayed there for one night and um, all he could recover from that campsite was 20 meters of six millimeter cord a sling and two carabiners Ab- that's absolutely insane i don't know what i would do in that situation i'm smiling right now i have no idea what i would do in that situation i have no clue i'd, I'd be like uh, yeah like, what am i gonna do Hel- i would feel helpless yeah exactly Completely helpless yeah. I, I don't know what i would do Mm-hmm. So Lafaya used tent poles for rappel anchors, and um, he eventually even lost his crampon during the descent. But he found it. Mm-hmm. Um, he orin- he originally or he, me. He eventually found their original line of fixed ropes and a small stash of supplies that the pair had left at twenty one thousand six hundred five hundred six six hundred fifty feet. Um, but during that process, a rock fell and broke both of the bones in his right arm, and Lafaya was right-handed. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's like like a series of just like more like unfortunate yeah. events like and that one itself is kind of like a freak accident well yeah I, I i the article isn't even too too clear on what happened i think yeah. it's pretty much like loose rock and yeah. you know like over time like we've, we've even seen it like, like like i've sent you a couple of video videos of like landslides mm-hmm. on like yosemite it just yeah it just happens Just happens yeah and you never you don't you can't really suspect it mm-hmm. so yeah yeah um freaky stuff um but yeah And um, the article later says, quote, in the morning, it took him half an hour just to light his stove. He rested all day and then began rappelling again, using his good hand and his teeth to rig the rappels. When it became too difficult to pull the ropes, he abandoned them and continued down climbing. It's insane. I don't know. Like, it's just, I can't imagine, like, sticking, like, like, especially for a system to, like, set up a rappel system with my teeth. Mm Mm-hmm. Can't imagine. that. I know, like especially like if you're left-handed, like I can't even imagine like having like a break. Yeah, I mean, like I can belay with both hands, and I often do. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, yeah, it's it's just absolutely, it's my it's mind-boggling. Yeah,
1: and and I we've talked about this before, mm-hmm. but that kind of like instinctual, like um, piece just kicks in where you just have to ignore the problems and, and fight for your safety. I mean... And fight for your life. Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Fight for
0: your life. You yeah. Know?
1: So, uh, um, even though we're sitting here and saying we don't know what we would do, I'm sure oh, in that situation... I would fight.
0: I don't know what I would do, but yeah. I would figure... I would, I yeah. would try something. Yeah. I mean, you can't just, like, sit there and, like... No. Like, like mope around and be like, oh, woe is me. Like, mm-hmm. you can't... Wait. Yeah. 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 You so. pick that option, you're 100% guaranteed to die. Right. You <laughs> know? <laughs> um, so then, yeah. On the fifth day... Lafaya made it to the base camp of Annapurna, um, yeah. and he was, I'm, I'm guessing, rescued, <laughs> because he still wants to tell the story. Right. Um, so, the letter um, basically, Lafaya says, um, in terms of like the lesson, he said, quote, the sum of everything I'd done over the past, oh, over the last 10 years, got me out of that situation, end mm-hmm. quote. And, um, yeah, I, I agree with his statement to climbing.com. I think... Um, we said this over and over and over again, but like uh, yeah. experience is always going to be the king. Totally. Um, experience and preparedness, correct? Yeah, experience yeah. and yeah, and preparedness. Um, Lafayette said that his experience soloing in the Alps also um, helped out a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same time, you know, ingenuity, creative thinking, and innovation are bred through experience. Very like, true. I, I. I don't think like if if you and I were to go to the Himalayas right now mm-hmm. it would not be smart. No, absolutely not. <laughs> I would not have a clue. <laughs> what to do. Not a clue of what to well, do. Even like even in certain like I was thinking about this more often but like the more often you practice a certain skill the more often you're able to practice it later on, mm-hmm. right? And I was kind of reading this in the book that me and Macy are reading together, how to climb 512 if Macy could actually read <laughs> <laughs> that the time to practice certain skills is not necessarily like on competition day, which like, makes sense. Right. Or it's yeah. not like on, on send day. Mm-hmm. It's, t- it's, it, it's like during those like, grueling hours of practice where you do it over and over and over again and you keep yeah. messing up and falling down and doing the things. Yeah. Um, and then all of a sudden, you know, when you're experiencing like, you know, harder routes, especially like, during, during competition climbing, mm mm-hmm oftentimes like you'll have these skills like oh what if i did a toe hook here what if i engaged my core a little bit here yeah obviously this is a much different situation we're talking about like wilderness survive wilderness survival which is mm-hmm. still a skill you know um but yeah it's definitely it's definitely like so so interesting mm-hmm. how he he just had the two like the 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 cord and the swing and the two carabiners and he was like all right yeah that's it yeah. That's all I need. I'm going to make it work. I'm going to make it work. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. And I would also say, too, like, maybe another lesson, that I'm not too sure about this one, but maybe, like, you know, don't have all your eggs in one basket. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it, it's okay for some people to take different types of equipment. Um, like, for example, like... I know when we, when me, JJ, Emma, Patrick, and Chris all went to Annapolis Rocks, so like, I had all the food. I think I had the tent poles. Someone else had, like, the, the ropes. JJ um, had the ropes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Pat had, like, all of the hardware. Um, Chris had the tent. Like, you know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, none of us had everything we needed for one thing specifically. Mm-hmm. Like, no one was just carrying, like, all the hardware. Now, granted, like, we're on, we're on the Appalachian Trail. I don't think we're going to, like... Go yeah. stumbling off a cliff in the <laughs> yeah yeah, <laughs> um, and
1: not only having like all of your physical things, mm-hmm. um, not in one basket, but also like I-, I can see that in within versatility of a climber, like not having all your eggs in one basket, as in as in not only being good at one thing. Oh yeah, like, he he was able to down climb very well. Mm-hmm. He was able to rappel very well. Mm-hmm. He was able to set up anchors. Very set up well. anchors mm-hmm. like. Uh, n- not only that but also just get himself out of a tricky situation yeah. because mm-hmm. of all the skills that he has mm-hmm. I-, I mean again just experience
0: but having a versatile background oh absolutely makes it so helpful yeah and granted like, I could very be wrong about this like if it, it probably would have been wiser but at the same time like it's also a very difficult call because if Bichon had had the stove Mm-hmm. Or the tent, you know, it's likely that Lafayette could've died from exposure too. Mm-hmm. You know, by having to like, you know, switch off certain things. You yeah. know, we all have like maximum capacities. But um yeah, yeah. What are your last thoughts, Macy?
1: Um I think it's a very scary scenario, but mm-hmm. I'm I'm glad that he's, you know, here to tell the story mm-hmm. and uh share his experiences. <clears throat> And uh, I'm glad that we
0: can share it too. So Me as well. Yeah. So if you're interested in reading more about Lafayette's experience, you can read uh, Prisoner de la Naperna by Jean-Christophe Lafayette, Lafayette um, or you can read climbing, um, climbing Magazine number 141 in December of 1993, or Climbing Magazine 197, which came out in September of 2000. So yeah. On to our main topic of this episode. <laughs> <laughs> Turn on this man, this person. Who are you?
2: Hello, oh you guys God. all know oh, me. Oh wow, <laughs> you're loud. <laughs> Sorry, my bad. But Hello, yeah. <laughs> you guys. ooh, wow, I am loud. Jesus. Um.
0: Well, no, this, this the 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 sound system is just like very sensitive today
2: oh that's okay um aren't we all a little sensitive with like the weather being all so nice this is also true the pollen allergies (laughs) running amok like guys
0: (laughs) i'm so
2: ready for the semester to be over that's
0: what i'm saying (laughs) jj today i walked up to record the um the, the 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 podcast and jj looks at me and he was like or they were like you're 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 you look like you're going to like to like but you're ready for summer and i was like it is summer in Correct. my mind it is summer yep mm-hmm. it has started mm-hmm. yep yep <laughs> when when the kids suddenly start disappearing from the classes it's summer <laughs> it's <laughs> summer when everybody is on the hub run, it's, it's summer, summer. <laughs> morning Wait. science compact summer 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 mm-hmm. when mm-hmm.
2: everyone in the climbing group chat asks does anyone want to climb any of the buildings on campus summer, <laughs> summer. <laughs> But also, let me just confirm that we do not condone climbing the buildings on campus. Please do not do that. We do not. Nor do
0: do we condone climbing outside. (laughs) Oh, wait. Yes, we do. Just not under club sports. Ah, I see. Never mind. Mm -hmm. Personally, individually, yes.
2: Go outside. Go Go climb. Touch some rocks. Literally. Touch rocks. But just make sure
1: you're safe about it. Make sure you're what?
2: (laughs) Oh, make sure you're prepared for it.
0: Okay. (laughs) Good. (sighs) <sighs> All right. right. So, All right, Macy came down. up with today's title. Macy, do you want to introduce the main topic? Yeah, I'll introduce the main topic <laughs> because we're talking about
1: post-divisionals. Um, I the call- divide. <laughs> <laughs> I called this section the divide of this episode because... <sighs> divisionals was humbling it certainly divided me from others
2: <laughs> i could agree
1: with that divisionals
2: like oh my god you guys all heard me in the post podcast where i was just like oh my god i'm gonna make it national this is gonna be great
1: uh-huh um, this is Here me we are. saying
2: that i did not make it to nationals yeah. um, it is indeed a very humbling experience mm-hmm. and then not only is it a humbling experience like comps are very stressful like and like mm-hmm. it's one thing to be like qualified enough to go to nationals and you have the like ability to go to nationals but having that mental game is just as important if not more important yeah yeah mm-hmm. it also does not help that on my first climb i took a nasty fall and got a second degree burn but <laughs> that was nonetheless your first climb? but nonetheless but nonetheless <laughs> very <laughs> well, big mental game
1: it is a big mental game and i think that It's good to know that you're at divisionals because you're a good climber. Yeah. But the thing that separates you is the people that go to nationals are great climbers. And it is like, oh, my God, that that mental game is hard to beat. No, no. (laughs) It is hard to beat. Yeah, literally.
0: All right. Who wants to go first in terms of talking about their divisionals experience? Ladies first. I guess I'll get started.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I got some things to say. I got (laughs) some things to say.
2: Oh, yeah, and I will support you in those things to say because I have a general idea of what you're going to say, and I support you in every way because, oh, my God, those climbs were ridiculous. (laughs)
1: ridiculous <laughs> uh yes so <laughs> to go off of what jj said mm-hmm. um the climbs at least for women, were a lot harder than expected mm-hmm. um and it was definitely a very weed out event and this is not to say anything bad about goat per se but just to say that i they were hard yeah they were no, it, it was unexpectedly really hard. very hard mm-hmm. um <laughs> And I know I'm a good climber. Like I'm a no. I know that I'm a good girl climber. Mm. I don't know. It, it, it made me feel like I don't know. Made mm-hmm. me feel upset. <laughs> I don't know how else to say it. A little upset inside. A little upset inside. I don't know how else to say
0: it. But I
2: remember, like halfway during the boulder section, I like looked at you, and you were just like,
1: "I'm
0: ready to go home." <laughs> I mean, no. are By the end of the night, Macy yeah. was like everybody didn't get in the car. We're going to Wawa. <laughs> <laughs>
1: and Macy's like, loaded up. <laughs> she was like, come on. Everybody in the car now. <laughs> I started leaving. And I was like, for- either you're with me or you're not. <laughs> and for those
2: of us that don't know what Wawa is, it's a wonderful gas, um, gas and food chain yes. that is like all along the east coast of America. Correct. It is, and for those of us that do my- know, it is better than sheets.
0: It is much better than sheets. I hate y'all. <laughs>
2: Never mind. Okay, continue your bit.
1: No, 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 no. I I like sheets better, but that's 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 an argument for
0: another day. I'm, I, you know, I'm joking. I'm joking. Too funny. Too funny. We're, we're about to do three way jujitsu in this <laughs> whole recording
2: studio right now. Uh, you two. Well, I will. You're the
0: one who started the report. fight, man. Sheets is the one who threatened me earlier start, for calling. Just... Uh, yeah, I did. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> anyways, anyways. So, um just a few points as to why this competition felt so hard um i feel as though a lot of the moves were uh slopers mm-hmm. um if not all <laughs> uh yeah uh, very large moves um moves that required just pure strength um and just a lot of force um and Just to kind of put it in perspective, the women who moved on got between one and three tops um and others had zones um and of course, this is just in Boulder that I'm talking about right now um but the woman who those those were probably like the top I don't know maybe five that got yeah I, I, this is not for sure, I'm not sure mm-hmm. but but probably between like the top five that got between one and three the top two, really. Top two. Top two. Yeah,
2: me and Carolyn were looking at the statistics afterwards and like, my God, there was like 11 people who tied for 16th, 18 people who tied for last place, twenty-seven. I thought it was it 13. Was, I don't know how numbers I think, numbers yeah,
1: no, I think it was 13. 13 yeah. I would say 13
0: because I, I wrote this in the documentary. But yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't
2: know how numbers yeah,
0: were. Um, th- to put it in perspective how hard this, this competition were, Macy, you got zero top, zero zones. Yep. 13 people. High got for last place with, with zero me. tops mm-hmm. and zero zones. Mm-hmm. Slash. <laughs>
1: <laughs> one one person got three tops. One person got one top. Everybody mm-hmm.
0: under that. Yeah. Everybody no, else yeah. under that. Because mm-hmm.
2: like I'm not gonna lie, like on the behalf of Reed Sever's, they did a wonderful job with mm-hmm. all the boulders oh, and all the top cool. super and cool, super yeah, cool Yeah, such cool climbs and everything. Mm-hmm. But like. It's just, like, this goes for, like, any comp, like, world champs Mm -hmm. or just down to a local comp. Like, if there's a comp where, like, there's climbs that no one is topping, like, Mm -hmm, to the mm -hmm. point where, like, a good chunk has zero zones, zero zones even, like, that says a lot about how, how, like, how How much, how, how, either how difficult it was or how much the root setters were thinking about who was coming to this comp.
1: Right, yeah, yeah. It does, and that would explain why a lot of the climbs were... The same mm-hmm. I, I, and it included those those three things that i mentioned slopers large moves and pure strength
0: yeah mm-hmm. so
1: um and and to add to that minimal holds were removed yeah minimalism was like a huge thing at this event uh, yeah it was minimal mm. and on top of that minimal holds removed for between the men and women, because usually the the climbs are adjusted a bit, mm-hmm. hardly adjusted as well. So yeah. it was definitely a very big test for me, mm-hmm. um, test of my strength and ability. And mm-hmm. I'm
2: not going to lie, the adjustments that they made was not the most helpful. Like I was looking at some of the adjustments and I was just like, oh, mm-hmm. this just made this climb from like harder to like impossible. <laughs> what the <laughs> Heck am I supposed to do with this? <laughs> like there's this one part where there's like no feet, there's no hands, and yeah. I'm just like, where do you go? And yeah. then someone's just like, just go off. And I'm just like, wow. wow. Thank you. Thank you. Thank
1: you. <laughs> and that was
2: actually the beta. The beta was actually just go
0: up.
1: <laughs> I will say that the competition has proven kind of where where this title comes from but where the yeah. divide and climbers really is and i think it comes down to versatility we were talking yeah. a lot about we this after about the competition mm-hmm. um but i have a strength and i tend to train it a lot mm-hmm. because it feels good because i know i can do it yeah um but really i have to train things that i'm not good at yeah
0: and no. that's just the truth yeah macy and i were definitely like like talking about this a lot but like usually at least like back in the day to my understanding, like. If you were a very technical climber, you could get away with going to nationals. Mm-hmm. If you were a very strong climber, you could generally get away with going to nationals. If you were a climber who just generally, you know, was good at coordination moves, you could probably go to nationals. Right. Now they're looking for everything. Mm-hmm. And I think this is probably due to the rise in popularity of the sport. Because I think more so. people in, in the United States are, are climbing more than, than they have in the past couple of years. Right. Mm-hmm. And... You know, with all these new people coming, you have to start finding that divide in bigger areas. It's kind of like we were talking about this with swimming almost too. Like yeah. kind of like in swimming, like you have your certain disciplines, but like you have to be good at like a all lot. Of it. Yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Exactly. a lot, not everything. But yeah. so in this sport, Dij looking at me like I'm like I'm crazy. That's not how swimming works. I'm not saying it's not how swimming works. It's but I'm saying not how swimming. No, works. no, but like when you're moving up, like when you're moving up. Not like once you get to like the elite level. When you're at the elite level, you're like, you're practicing like just your event. Or even like, like when you get older in high school. I'm talking like when you first get into the sport, like you have to be good at everything.
1: I, I, when I was younger, I had to be good at like each, every stroke. Like I competed mm-hmm. in everything because that's like, at least for that like youth pro program, that's what they made you do. Like they made you do everything. Yeah. Uh, the base. Yeah. I yeah. yeah. Well, now yeah.
0: like now even like, you know, USA collegiate climbing is kind of seen as like a base. Mm-hmm. Even, even USA, you look at youth the youth program like the the usa climbing like youth youth qual like you know youth qualifiers and youth divisionals Mm -hmm. uh, man those things are hard they're hard yeah yeah um and it's 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 interesting to see usa climbing kind of go in this direction of like you need everything now Mm -hmm. um which i mean makes sense especially since you know they want to win medals at the olympics yeah you know I, i do not blame them at all but yeah. now that just means that we get cumbled everywhere we go.
2: <laughs> I'll say this then. Okay. Well then in regards to that versatility thing, I saw this one thing on Instagram and so it's Instagram, don't quote me on this. But mm-hmm. um but there I saw this one thing where like in like if you take a wheel and you divide it up into however many disciplines and techniques there are, like mm-hmm. slopers, crimps, like jugs, jugs. like and then all different types of like mobility, flexibility and all those kinds of things. And like if you just like if you for, if you work really really hard on one discipline, then that part of the wheel gets like a little bit taller, but then it's not as like proper of a wheel and it doesn't work as properly. So because of that you also need to work on slopers. you also oh. need to work on crimps. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So if you do have that wheelhouse and you do make it so that everything in that wheel is at the same level, then that makes you a very very good climber just because although like you will be a lower level in regards to any specific climbs, in the overall, you'll be a lot more prepared stronger. for whatever happens mm. at the comp. I, li- I like, that. I
1: like yeah, that, yeah. that idea. I like yeah. that outlook
0: a lot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <sighs> Carolyn, do you have anything? No, I mean, like, I'm just, I'm just agree with like, versatility is definitely being needed yeah. a lot more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. But I'll-, I'll move on to my
1: next point, kind of, um, about what to do moving forward, mm-hmm. um, because. You know, we, we've said about everything there is to say about the competition itself. Mm-hmm. But um, I see myself just needing more strength. Like it sounds yeah. really basic and really simple, but I just need to be stronger. Yeah. Um. And, and JJ why are you laughing so hard
2: just get stronger it's not that hard just pull harder
1: just, just get strong bro I don't know what, what is your problem I don't know what to tell you I don't know what to tell you <laughs> I don't know
2: just crimp harder just jump higher I don't I don't get it I'm so confused
1: oh my god but um and and kind of going along with versatility like I think that training in different ways um can be very helpful and like Carolyn and I have been kind of doing this lately but um it's just like getting back to the gym and lifting more mm-hmm. um, climbing more intentionally like not just going to the climbing gym and climbing whatever I feel like because yeah. I'm, like, I'm, I'm guilty of doing that I said that often. yesterday <laughs> often yeah it mm-hmm. is so
2: hard to climb intentionally yeah. oh it is no, it really it is because you go to the gym you see a new set and you're just like oh my god I want to climb this I want to do that mm-hmm. I want to do that but like you entirely forget about your set or yeah. you entirely forget about oh my god no I need to work yep. on slopers I need to yeah. work mm-hmm. on crimps
1: yeah mm-hmm. and especially when it comes to things that you don't want to do do yeah yeah yeah. so definitely have to work harder at that aspect um we've also been looking into swimming and running Mm -hmm. we've been doing that this past week um kind of seeing where our interests are yeah. I, I know Carolyn you really like swimming I do enjoy I swimming too I like today's too, running. I like today's run today's run was so it good it was so
0: good oh I'm, my god I'm
1: personally I personally love running myself which I know is like an unpopular Juju's opinion you just looking at us like we're both insane I know
2: yeah no I wasn't aware that you guys ran but I'm very very happy that I wasn't aware that you guys <laughs> ran because I don't like running I, I love see? running I used to swim growing up and Ugh. like it's still followers pursuit that if you tell me to go running I will run the opposite direction the whole <laughs> And back to my apartment to make food.
0: <laughs> yeah, that how it go. <laughs> <laughs> That's
2: just how the cookie crumbles mm-hmm. here.
0: Right? Um,
1: yeah, just moving on from that. Just just being active like every day mm-hmm. is is now kind of a new goal of mine. Not just because of divisionals, um, but I would say that it did spark from divisionals. Yeah. Um, I did kind of for a while get out of the habit of going to the gym and stuff. Mm-hmm. Of course, I've never stopped climbing, mm-hmm. but um. No, the gym just makes me feel so good. Yeah. As well. Mm-hmm. Um, so I am happy that it made me realize that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then finally just deciding what is worth it and not. Because mm-hmm. I was thinking about this earlier today, actually, and I'm like
0: <laughs> <laughs> it sounds really deep. No, it no, and we've been talking about this too. I remember the first time I'm gonna mention make some quotes later, like mm-hmm. in, in my portion. The first time I said one of these quotes, he looked at me like I was stupid. <laughs> like full on like dumb. What, wait, what'd you say? The ant, like the the like the quote about the ant, like how you've never seen an ant sleep. We'll talk about it later. But like you, the first time I ever said that to you, and I was like, you looked at me and you're like, what are you talking about? (laughs) And here I am, like rowing my butt off, and you're like, and I'm like, the ant never sleeps. (laughs) Like what the. (laughs) <laughs>
2: oh for, for those of us in the audience that's confused don't worry you're not alone i am also confused jj
0: has we're gonna, no idea we're what gonna what I'm get, get to it yeah. get to i'm it. so confused jj has
1: absolutely no idea what i'm yeah. talking about i'm
2: so confused in every way yeah
1: speaking about rowing i did the rowing machine for 15 minutes at climb nittany uh-huh love yeah, that. yeah you did that instead love of doing a strength
2: mov- strength workout what happened uh, to working on all disciplines
1: but rowing is fun. I love rowing. The bombastic side eye. <laughs> um. Anyways. Anywho's. Mm-hmm. Um. <laughs> so basically, with that said. Oh, I forgot one thing. Cross training. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to do gymnastics this summer really badly. Mm-hmm. I've been talking about this for so long. Just the fact that I want to do gymnastics. Yeah. But um, hopefully I can get into that this summer. Mm-hmm. Um, it's been it's actually been a struggle to find classes for adults. Well, that's the thing; they don't really market for adults. No, mm-hmm. it is all children. Yeah. I'm like, I am not seven years old anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot take like the pee wee class. Yeah.
0: Nope. Nope. So they really only <laughs> really do that in like big cities, and even yeah. then, like I can't imagine many of them do it yeah so adults. might just have to find like an open gym sort of thing or try to find like a parkour gym too that might help too mm. yeah Ooh, mm. that'd be fun true, that yeah does sound
1: fun. yeah um mm-hmm. but with all that said there's a lot of training to be done before next divisionals if i want to make it a goal to go to nationals mm-hmm. I, st- I still don't know if that's one of my goals or not but yeah um would it be super sick and awesome yes mm-hmm. so <laughs> yeah and would i feel amazing yes mm-hmm. so um leading was also a whole different story. So basically with the leading um it it got gradually harder as you go up. Um but which I expected, but the one thing I did not expect or I guess the couple things I did not expect is that the belayer cannot call out to you. Mhm. The belayer cannot take for mm-hmm. you and the belayer must keep significantly more sn- slack than I'm used to. Mm-hmm. So that was very hard to get used to for me. Yeah. Um could you feel the amount of slack that I was giving you like
0: when we were training for weed? I can. Um I I can but like it
2: but it's not like it doesn't negative. It doesn't. Sorry, sorry. That sounded that sounded so like mean. But like,
0: did you say yeah? You short rope me? <laughs>
2: yeah, you short rope every single time. Like I, I, no, like, I, I don't. would literally. No, no, no. This is a joke. This is a joke. This is a joke. This is, joke, this is sarcastic. But um, like, she, she would literally be like, I would be climbing, and then she would short rope me to the point where I'd fall. But no, that's a joke. That's a joke. No, you're very very good in regards to, in regards to like climbing and stuff and giving yeah. enough slack.
1: No, I I felt. At the competition, I felt like they gave excessive slack. Is yeah, what they I'm do saying. give excessive. You give adequate slack.
2: <laughs> you I mean- give the
1: right, right <laughs> amount of slack. I mean,
2: they're excessive cla- slack. <sighs> wow. They're excessive slack. <sighs> The reason they give excessive slack is to make sure that there's enough space for the climber to be able yeah. to actually have full range of motion. In yeah.
1: Which time. I understand. Yeah. I, I totally understand that. Mm-hmm. It was just very different than what I was training. The
2: belayers mm-hmm. that was at our comp was like very, very, very like national level climbers. They're, they're like very good. Very mm-hmm. national level belayers. Mm-hmm. Like Thai... Hardaway, something, something, um, and, and a bunch of other names. Yeah. But like they're all very, very good belayers at what they do. Like they mm-hmm. are the reason why there are so many like successful and accomplished belayers at every single comp and they're the reason why, for the most part, like I didn't get injured or I didn't get as injured. Macy didn't get as injured or like anyone at the comp didn't get at his injured just because they did such a good job with belaying.
1: Mm-hmm. I agree. Yeah. yeah. And just in general, the rest of the competition, as in like the people I was competing against um they had very different backgrounds which was very interesting to climb with all 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 those different people um i saw some of the best climbers i've ever seen in person (laughs) um and it was also a big motivation for me humbling at the same time Mm -hmm. but um and coming back from it is kind of hard but that's why you work harder so um all in all you know i'm um satisfied with the experience
0: as you should yeah Mm -hmm. all right well i'll go with my portion next so, I actually did not compete at all. Um, this was already stated last time, but um, I was doing photography and social media stuff for Club Climbing, and um, I was also filming a documentary on Macy for my portfolio review, uh, which is coming up, actually, either this week or next week, so... <laughs> so yeah and uh, yeah and um, I was I, I thought it would I mean obviously it's divisional so obviously there's gonna be some division going on <laughs> and then we got there and Macy gets on like the first couple climbs and like just does everything and I'm like oh this is this is serious mm-hmm. this is serious serious serious, serious. Um. So many climbers were just so strong and had so much experience either from outdoor climbing or competing in USA climbing for a while or even competing in USAC as a youth.
1: Yeah. And
0: I was watching and filming Macy Climb and I was, I just like kept, I was really glad I had decided like not to compete. Like mm-hmm. mentally, I would not have been able to take it. Like, yeah. I'm someone who very much like when I experience hardship and climbing, like if I'm struggling like a V2 or a V3, I will simply move on. Like, Mm -hmm. I would just go back to, like, my V2s and my V1s. Like, I won't, like, find trouble challenging myself sometimes with, like, harder climbs. Um, And I think if I would have, like, kept falling and falling and falling over and over and over again and getting nothing in return, I would have, like, actually, like, (laughs) started solving or something. (laughs) But, yeah, yeah, and I I was nervous for y'all. And, like, in the notes, I'm saying, like, I, I wasn't sure if it showed based off of JJ's previous statements I think it was I think it showed a little bit I I, I, I don't think no sorry I was just going to say I don't think like I don't I was quaking in my boots <laughs>
1: <laughs> I think a lot of it was masked by like the motivation that you were giving other yeah. teammates oh yeah, yeah. I know Yeah. Mm-hmm. so I think you did a good job at not letting it show through too much okay, yeah. but
2: also even if you were showing it a little more than you should have it was you weren't by the way <laughs> um, it was more so just like oh my god you just really care about the team and you just really want us to like be able to like blossom mm-hmm. and do a very good job And mm-hmm. just like you being very supportive to everyone that was there regardless of how good or bad we were doing like yeah that was just like honestly one of the things that like a lot of our athletes just really needed like we just really needed that that's true yeah
0: because like it was it was really hard for a lot of people
2: very humbling
0: um very 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 humbling experience and i got a lot of sleep pictures and videos for the um from the competition and it was really cool to see um competition climbing be like the forefront of my of my uh filming career um but then like you know moving on to like this kind of more training opposite uh side that macy was kind of talking about earlier um seeing someone who had kind of been following around like for the doc like like getting absolutely humbled by divisionals, <laughs> that scared me. <laughs> I I was texting JJ and I was like, I never want to be disrespected or like like I wasn't divisionals <laughs> again. And JJ was like, you weren't even competing. I was like, I know. <laughs> like I don't know, and like it, I I know like I we we've talked about this before. Like I I'm four foot eleven. I have a four foot eleven ape index. I'm 160 pounds. One year of climbing background in dance and martial arts. Like I knew if I was going to be anywhere near the same level that these people were going to be at, um, it, it was going to be... I ha- I would have to work five times as hard mm. in order to even get a chance at, at going to nationals. Um, so, competition climbing, especially in the collegiate sector, I realized it started to get very serious, and um, that led me to decide to go back to, you know, my roots uh, of faith and The Power of Habit by Charles <laughs> <Gaines>. so, <laughs> Um So, yeah. Oh, that um, is a
2: book that I... Uh did not make a habit to read
0: okay well i also like have not made a habit to, to read the entire thing yet. i
2: tried to read it but my adhd would just be is like you really, got other things to do like climb
0: really <laughs> um, so yeah um i knew that i was gonna get like if i'm gonna get better at climbing i'm gonna go all the way um so yeah uh waking up at 6 seven o'clock get ready within 20 minutes i work out for at least one hour every day um so i either do swimming lifting Uh, running, and then for my lifting schedule, I do legs two times a week, pull two times a week, push two times a week, rest on Sundays, eat breakfast, drink coffee, attend class, the whole shebang, sheboon. And then every every other day I'm climbing for at least two hours with an emphasis on actually climbing, and the last 30 to 45 minutes being reserved for specific training, such as hangboarding, explosive rowing, pin strength, explosive movements, mobility using prior dance experience, and then I'm usually asleep by 10.30 to 11.30 as my prior 12.30 to 2 a.m., nice nice (laughs) college student said 2 a.m 2 (laughs) a.m um so yeah i think and also i think definitely next year i'm going to be putting a lot more of my time in lead i think this year i focused way too much on bouldering and um it's just not it's just simply not a strong suit for me just because it's just it's just not and so i think i have more of a chance getting somewhere with lead Mm -hmm. um so yeah and it, it's definitely like been awesome like like me and Mace like training like the couple like the past couple of like it's weeks. Been, yeah, it's been nice. Yeah, dude. Like this it's just like, like you've just been like an awesome friend, like the past couple oh, of weeks. Like, you too. Yeah, but um legit like even <laughs> like today, none of us wanted to run. Nope. I texted you at seven o'clock in the morning. No, you mm-hmm. texted me at 6.50. I texted you. Yeah. yeah you texted <laughs> me at six fifty and you're like, Are you up? And I was like, <laughs> Yes, I, barely. I, I, d- <laughs> I didn't
1: even have the ability. I didn't have the capacity to text you the full word i, I didn't even text yeah. you are you up yeah, i texted you letter r what are you up,
0: you up. <laughs> i responded barely and i was like same yeah i yeah and like i i didn't want to go run and i hate, i, I naturally i hate running like mm-hmm. i i grew up with childhood asthma i grew up very very overweight and just naturally i don't like running macy macy was like are we are we gonna do it and mm-hmm. i was like Deep, <laughs> like, a deep breath. i was like yes just yes the, Just the, okay that's no it wasn't that i fully it was a i know i ripped the sheets off and i did one of those mm, like, yeah yeah know? yeah like, it's
2: just the i'm already up yeah, might as like,
0: well like like ellie like like from the last was getting stabbed or something like that, Whoa, that was spoiler,
2: a spoiler jesus she gets
0: stabbed a bunch of times relax you're fine <laughs> um <laughs> It is not. Glare. I'm Just talking not. like generally like as a game aspect, not in like the movie or anything not on like oh, the okay. T V show or anything. Uh, fair enough. Okay.
2: Yeah. Okay. Whatever. No
0: last of us spoilers here. But um but hey, we didn't wanna go we, we, we wanted to go to Nationals more than staying in bed. So we did three point three point twelve kilometers in twenty two minutes
2: wow that is impressive
0: <laughs> wow yeah, i would have flying uh, we, we kept each other going we kept each other going I, wow. <laughs> like i would i'd be well, like i didn't walk a single time like no. that was like probably the first time in a, in a really long time where i haven't that's taken good. a single walk break yeah. yeah
2: for someone who both of you woke up being like oh, no thank you mm-hmm. yeah. that's,
0: impressive. that's impressive wow so, yeah. yeah wow um, so yeah Pretty much, like, I don't know. The things that are keeping me going right now, there is this quote, I don't know where I heard it from, but it was someone talking about how, like, you never see ants sleep. Like, ants are always, like, consistently working. JJ, this is where the quote comes from, That's by the way. what
2: this is from. So, I yeah. understand mm-hmm. now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Like, ants are always consistently working. They're lifting things that are, like, more than 10 times their normal body weight. Mm-hmm. Um, they're constantly providing food for their, for their queen or whatever. They're always working. <laughs> You've never seen an ant sleep. Never. So... I've kind of been taking that mentality of, like, you never see an ant sleep and applying it to my training. I don't ever want to be seen, like, being sluggish or not taking my training seriously because I know it's going to come and it's going to bite me in the butt when I want to go to nationals and I'm going to get humbled by all in front of all of these women. So I'd rather not have that. And, um, yeah, nationals is more important than staying in bed. also, the quotes "Endurance Survive" from The Last of Us—that's me <laughs> <been keeping laughs> going. And um, my best friend like originally showed me this quote, but basically because you like Gilmore Girls a lot, like yeah. it's applied—it's it's an apparatus, Yeah, you know, one of my ready favorites. for all things. Mm-hmm. Um, very very important to apply for, especially a sport like this where you need a variety of things. So, yep. those are kind of like the three quotes that are like keeping me going on a daily basis. So yeah, sweet, sweet, cool. JJ's turn.
2: All right, last but not least. Uh, so for me. I honestly felt very, very ready because I remember the week of nationals. I was mm-hmm. like, oh my God, I'm so excited. I'm so ready. I'm so ready. But The week of divisionals? Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> the week of divisionals. <laughs> I was so excited, so ready and just like being like completely humbled by just like having that like being physically ready is one thing, but then mm-hmm. being mentally ready is a whole nother thing. So yep. there's a whole lot of training that needs to be involved there. And I thought, like, oh, oh my God. Well, if I just go to as many Kiwis as possible,
0: mm. I would be mentally ready. I remember ready. you bringing that up a lot. Yeah, you're wake like up into a bunch of and like, This would be fine. Mm-mm. Or Kiwis.
2: It's not the same because you don't know your competition until you show up to divisionals. And, like, especially if it's your first divisionals, you have mm-hmm. no idea who's showing up to this comp. Yep. So it's, like, an incredibly humbling experience for that. Um, but like we said earlier just a lot of training in regards to like that wheelhouse just making sure you're doing all forms of training just yeah. making sure you're like literally willing to do any problem and just be motivated to get through Um, one thing I did learn though is um, a lot of mental health and just understanding what works best for me and just like like the simple things like if you're starting to feel any doubts in regards to climbing just like mm-hmm. step outside or just smile or just listen to music or things like that like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like I knew this going into the comp I knew this during the comp but i didn't actually enforce them like i would just be like Mm -hmm. oh well i'm gonna take mental health and just make sure to like i'm not doing very great and Mm -hmm. i just need to get a distraction or something Mm -hmm. and then that just wouldn't happen just because i'm so focused on the comp i'd be like well if i'm doing not so great i'm gonna just keep not doing great yeah but it's so easy to just take a step back take a breather have a snack drink some water or something like that and then Mm -hmm. come back and refresh Mm -hmm. um Something that my partner mentioned to me, though, um, they um, he mentioned a lot about. Um, Taking care of your body. Yeah. So, um, like we mentioned earlier, I got a secondary burn during the climb from yep. the rope. Um, yep. as I fell, I took a pretty nasty fall. It was pretty cool. Um, it, was, check,
0: it was. <laughs> pretty cool. You
2: <laughs> can check it out on my Instagram. <laughs> I made a little quick little funny TikTok about it. Um, but um, just like taking care of your body, and like with um last week from post divisionals, I just being the urge to be like like the same as Macy and Carolyn, just being like, I gotta get out there. I gotta start training. I gotta like mm-hmm. I gotta really go all out. I gotta like really really try hard. But like no yes but Mm -hmm. like you got time for that you have an entire year um really just take a couple days just a week even more just to rest like really take care of your body Mm -hmm. so not only with that i'm making sure that like with a lot of this i'm doing a lot of pt a lot of physical therapy just to make sure that i don't get injuries in regards to my fingers in regards to my wrist Mm -hmm. shoulders all of that jazz Uh, but in regards to special things like um trying to understand like what works best for the body what makes like What makes you work best? Just like putting yourself in that environment that like really motivates you, but then also like really prioritizes your body, your health, and everything in regards. Mm -hmm. But yeah, other than that, um very motivational comp. Very motivating. Oh Mm -hmm. my oh my goodness. Like wow, like watching some of those athletes climb, I was just like jaw dropped. Like I would literally just be like Yeah, (laughs) like I I cannot believe that. Like they are some insane climbers, and like watching some kids like do these like crazy things, and like so many people being like, "Oh my god, you're supposed to rest here," and then one guy out of all of them ignores that rest, completely ignores it, and then goes up a little higher and finds a rest that's like two hundred percent better, Mm -hmm. and I'm just like that is proof that like not only are you a very skilled climber you're a very experienced climber there was literally like
0: like, one girl who like did like a one-armed rest Mm -hmm. like that big yellow climb yeah i was like who is this chick right now (laughs) (laughs) it's a casual one-armed like you know Mm -mm. oh i think it was Mm -mm. olivia I don't know, Olivia, but Olivia, if you're listening to this right now, <laughs> go off. <laughs> go off, literally.
2: Like, my goodness, you are insane. As for everyone else, though, like, some people in that comp, like, even some people who didn't do as well, like Patrick Tunkle, things like that, like, yeah. like RVP, like, he didn't, he- honestly he did a very good job and the way that i saw like he did a very good job but like just some of the things that he would do or some of the betas that i would do just be like wow like your skills and your talents are really really do like are really showing and like i'm very very proud of our team of everything that we've accomplished down Mm -hmm. to like macy and ryan and Derek for like although not doing as hot and like not getting as many zones as other people and stuff still like giving it every single ounce that they have to the point where like they are exhausted and like mm-hmm. their motivational like, yeah. spirits were still there the entire time and I'm very very proud of everyone That's one of the that. things that I
0: have to get better at I think is just like learning how to like push myself to the absolute limit like what is the absolute limit and then like how do I go past that because even like for lead climbing you know this especially like I will get to one part where it's like I know I can do the next move but I'm simply too scared to do it and I'm afraid that I'm going to fall and I have no idea how to put like push that mental boundary. Yes yeah, speaking of
2: which I remember this one time where we I was doing a set with you and I was coaching you and I was just like, all right, you were oh. to do this three different times. Oh
0: yeah, I remember and that. Then I thought you were to re- talk rem- about something else. I was no, like, no, I no, don't no, want to no. talk about that a- right after, now. <laughs> after
2: the second time, you were just like, I can't keep doing this. Like, can we can we please just 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 bring me down, please? And I was just like, um, respectfully, I know you can do this, so just keep doing this. And I was and, like, no. And no, you didn't do this. But then fast forward to now, like, if I told you to do this, like, yes, it would be hard. Yes, you would be mad at me a little bit afterwards. Yeah. But like, you would get through it and you would feel like 10 times better and 10 times more accomplished just because Mm -hmm. you did it.
0: I'm definitely starting to get more comfortable with lead falling too. So it's going to have to be one of those things where it just naturally happens a bit over time.
2: And honestly, one of the biggest things with climbing is just being okay with being uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. Or just the idea of like, so one of the big things I learned with lead is lead is not in comparison to boulder. It's not the lesson of can you complete a climb perfectly? It's just a matter of can you recover from the mistakes you made on a climb without falling? Yeah. Yeah. And then Boulder is the same mentality of, can you get back up again? So the, one mm-hmm. of the big lessons of climbing is, can you refocus your energy? Can you smile and just say, yes, I made a mistake, but I'm going to keep pushing through until I get to that top hold.
0: Yeah. mm mm-hmm. Yeah. Pretty much. All
2: right. I'm so proud of that quote. Oh my god, like
1: i like, was about to start
0: saying like let's start wrapping it up. Yeah. But like um, oh my god,
2: I like like both of you looked over and I'm just like laid back in my chair, like legs yeah, crossed, being like I just said that, thank you very much. But mm-hmm. uh, quote okay. by
0: JJ Wong <laughs> all right well uh that is our episode for today thank you guys so much for listening we talked about what we, talk about? we talked about we <laughs> talked we talked about our spontaneous fun fact with me and mace uh, what is our favorite broke college student meal? we talked about the world cup starting up uh with the pretty much 12 overall events in the ifsc ifsc uh season starting up uh we talked about climbing accidents series number four the down climb about jean christopher lafayle um in annapurna 1992 um and then of course we talked about the divide of this episode our post division this episode if you would like to listen to more of our episodes feel free to listen down below we have i think this is probably gonna be like our um, uh, we're, we're approaching episode 20 really soon um so yeah and then we also have instagram uh we have tiktok um so yeah go check us out on there otherwise though keep on climbing rock on bye guys <laughs>